This is a Federal News Network podcast. The White House has set a goal to transform federal cybersecurity over the next few years through a zero-trust approach. Stop us if you've heard of Zero Trust. Agencies have just delivered their initial plans to the Office of Management and Budget. And for the latest, Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday. Justin, what's in these plans now that have just been submitted to the White House having to do with zero or zero trust? Yeah, these plans describe each agency's plan for adopting a zero trust security architecture by the end of fiscal year 2024. And that was a goal that was set by the White House's Zero Trust strategy that was released back in January. And if you've been living under a rock for the last couple of years, you know that agencies are adopting this zero trust concept. The idea is that no person or system is actually trusted within within the network and you're constantly verifying their access to networks and data. And so agencies were supposed to deliver these plans last week, and they did. And agencies were also s- supposed to designate zero-trust security leads at, the, at their uh, components. So Chris Darusha, he's Federal Chief Information Security Officer at the White House and is leading kind of this big strategy to adopt zero-trust architectures. He spoke at the Institute for Critical Infrastructure Technologies conference in Arlington, Virginia yesterday, and I caught up with him afterward to talk about these plans. While these are the initial cut from the agencies, we've been clear that we're going to want to have some back and forth with them to make sure that um, they really do align to the budget, that they align to our strategy, and that they align to a strategy that OMB sort of agrees the agency should be taking. We're doing that in collaboration. And that's Chris Darusha, the Federal Chief Information Security Officer. And Justin, are all agencies on the exact same timeline to get to this point? Well, the fiscal year 2024 uh, deadline, or it's not quite a deadline, it's more of a stretch goal. And, and Darusha said each agency will be different in how they adopt different uh, facets of a zero trust security concept, things like multi-factor authentication and en- encryption for all of their data. The OMB memo that that set forth this strategy did set some specific deadlines. For instance, within a year, agencies are required to support phishing-resistant multi-factor authentication for all of their public-facing services. But for the most part, agencies got to tell OMB when they plan on reaching these different milestones as part of those implementation plans. You know, for instance, the, the plan should describe when agencies plan to isolate all of their applications in an, and within their environments. And that's a big milestone for a zero trust architecture. And, and agencies got to lay out their, their own timelines for that milestone. Now, a lot of these deadlines and these big orders generally apply to the CFO Act agencies, the large agencies and departments. What about all of the smaller fry? Well, every agency is going to have to move to a zero trust architecture under the the OMB strategy and memo. But Darusha said, no, 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 there's no one size fits all approach. And he said OMB is working with smaller agencies who have, of course, less resources to adopt these big cybersecurity technologies to make sure that they have a good plan with the resources to back it up. I think as we start to get all of that information in and see what the common themes are of where agencies may feel gapped or may feel like they're not going to be able to achieve a certain outcome, I do think we're going to start to take that as data in and analyze it and figure out what other approaches might we need now moving forward, future budget proposals, right? I, I'm not really sure yet. I think it's too early to say, but I am going to be very transparent that it will be different and we're going to really work with the small and mediums to make sure that we can come up with a success plan for them because it, it may end up looking 
different than for the large. Again, that's Chris DeRusso, the Federal Chief Information Security Officer. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday. And what about the money side of all of this? Everyone always says, well, zero trust is an architecture. It's not a product you buy. And everyone has the tools already they need. They just need to somehow configure them into a zero trust setup. So is there any money to do this or any something in the 2023 budget request, for example? We know that the White House is requesting $10.9 billion in cybersecurity related spending in 2023, and that's an 11% increase above 2022's request. And a lot of that is expected to go toward this zero trust architecture work. Not all of it, a lot of it is outside of that, but some of it is supposed to go toward reorienting agencies' network defenses towards zero trust. And going through some of the agency's specific budget books, there, there's no real one line item for zero trust security. As you mentioned, it's a concept and it's a, it's a set of different approaches that, that build towards zero trust. But there are two agencies worth highlighting. One is the Department of Commerce, which is requesting $50 million in 2023, specifically for a zero trust program. And that money will go toward things like endpoint detection and response capabilities and endpoint encryption, two important things under a zero trust concept. Another agency is the Treasury Department. Uh, according to budget documents, Treasury is asking for $86 million in 2023, specific for zero trust architecture implementation. And that's focusing on things like identity management, uh, new ways of, of sort of accessing data to ensure that those who are accessing it are, are the right people or, or systems to be accessing it, things like that. So there are a couple agencies who are already laying out in their budget documents how they plan on going after this zero trust architecture work. And I think a couple of departments and agencies have gotten technology modernization fund money also for doing zero trust. I think that's the case with the education department. And let me ask you this, uh, switching gears a little bit here. Congress is interested in cybersecurity always. And I think some members have noticed that maybe the roles and responsibilities in the executive branch are getting a little confusing. CISA is growing and there's this new officer and that new officer. So what can we see maybe ahead on that front? Yeah, Congress is looking to make its first big update to cybersecurity standards uh, as part of the Federal Information Security Modernization Act of 2022, there's a bill in the House and a bill in the Senate. And again, the FISMA bill, as it's called, sets federal cyber standards and lays out roles and responsibilities. And so, as you mentioned, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency was just made an independent agency in 2018. The Office of the National Cyber Director was just established last year. Those things have happened after the last update to FISMA, which was in 2014. And then you have the federal CISO, uh, Chris Darusha's position. The House's version of the FISMA reform bill would actually codify the federal CISO role, CISO role into law. That doesn't actually exist today. The Senate's version of the bill does not contain that provision. So that's one difference in these bills right now. Here's what Darusha had to say about how he hopes Congress will approach this roles and responsibilities debate as they finalize the legislation. We want to have clearer roles and responsibilities. I think one thing we don't want to see is a change that ends up making it harder you know, for everybody to sort of complete their mission and you know, potentially more confusing for agencies to work with. We don't want those outcomes. Again, Chris Darusha, the federal chief information security officer. And that's an interesting development because during the Obama administration, there was a, a cybersecurity coordinator in the White House. But coordinator doesn't sound like a, I mean, he was very influential, but 
it's not a word that has necessarily authority associated with it, whereas chief, maybe officer, has a little bit more, I don't know, oomph behind it. Yeah, and, and so, you know, you've had the federal CISO role there for a while. As you mentioned, the coordinator position existed during the Obama administration. The Trump administration did away with that role. And then Congress created the National Cyber Director as part of legislation in the latter years of the the Trump administration, and, and it was just established last year. That's Chris Inglis, of course, who's the, the White House National Cyber Director. And he actually has his own office, his own personnel, his own budget. So again, a little bit more elevated than coordinator. And then you have CISA. And if you talk to each of these individuals, they'll say that they're working together. Chris Darusha is actually deputized as the, or dual-hatted as the deputy National Cyber Director under Inglis. So there's coordination happening there. But I think what Congress is looking at is that agencies are sometimes confused about who is responsible for what. Industry might be confused on that too. So as part of this FISMA reform bill, they're looking to actually make that more explicit in law. And we should point out that that original coordinator was the late Howard Schmidt, a capable and respected guy who did his work honorably and, alas, passed away way too soon. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday, thanks so much. You got it. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.